Hey, what's going on? Oh, wait, hold on a second, guys. All right, Magic Mike here, your MC for this intro. Welcome to the VTSR. What we have here today is myself, Magic Mike, and JP. Nate's in our freaking thoughts. He's not with us through the storm going through the Midwest, across the East Coast. So hold on to what you got. Have fun, enjoy, and sit back and relax. It's all you, JP. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to VTSR, Veterans Transition Support Recon Show. That was right there, your MC Magic Mike. <laughs> What's then, Mike? What's up with that intro? <laughs> uh, I just did a gig where I got like this hat from the company, and I like joking around earlier with the misses, and you know, I was like doing my M, you know Eminem impersonation. So, well, I mean, you, know, just... you know what? Uh, we, we can make a movie. We can make a movie with that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, it's what's up with that e weather? You... It's my alter ego. You might see that in my Instagram coming in the near future. Oh, fuck yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the weather coming your way. Uh, I saw some tornadoes going on in Texas. I saw like a like mm -hmm. a Ford truck driving right through. I think it was a Ford. It was driving right through the freaking tornado. And I'm like, what the hell is going on over there, man? It's it's Trump's it's about, fault. It's about to get you, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Here in about a couple hours, uh, it's going to hit us and, and then pass through. Because I'm actually hitting the road first thing tomorrow morning for the north for the northeast, and so I'm glad it's going through tonight. Well, that's good, man. That's good. Uh, I think we're supposed to get some rain here, like Thursday, maybe. I, I don't know. No, no, it's going to hit everything. I, I, this storm. This storm is from like the Gulf coast all the way up to freaking the Michigan. This thing is Damn. nasty. You'll get it. All right. Fuck. All right. Well, let's get started with the, with tonight's guest. Uh, tonight we got Jerry and I call him El Tiburon. That's the shark for the non Spanish speaking mofos out there. Jerry El Tiburon Cortinas. He is a former uh, seventh special forces group, Green Beret, a weapon sergeant. Uh, and he knew less weapons than every other weapon sergeant. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he was a weapon sergeant in seventh group, uh, did an amazing job, got injured in combat, and then later on decided to get out and, you know, started a new life. But uh, let's, so let's have question, Jerry tell question, you all about The real question, JP, is was he good at mortars? That's the testament to yeah. every Bravo on the team. Oh, yeah, he was good at mortars. Okay, he, 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 knows, how to, okay. he knows how to do math, the math thing, right? Yeah, yeah, the uh, FDC and all that good stuff, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we're going to let Jerry tell us all about, you know, his uh, endeavors. And uh, without further ado, hey, Jerry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I was looking for uh, one of your, uh, your uh, <clears throat> well, not concubines, but one of your um, associates or assistants to uh, – Walk me to my seat, but uh, I, I'm already here, so <laughs> let's just proceed on. Um, hey, Jerry, tell us about you, man. Well, Everybody want to know who's Jerry El Tiburon Cortinas. Thank you. Um, well, um, let's just start off with me being young. I came out of my mom's uh, the JJ. <laughs> um, I um, they they told me. They told me, they literally said I came out pissing because I, as soon as the doctor put, pulled me out, uh, he passed me over to my, to not my, my nurse, but uh, the nurse there and on staff. And she, uh, 
caught a, a golden shower, I guess. So you better be a golden uh, shower. Can I say that? Oops. <laughs> Oops. Okay. But yes. Uh, so, um, you know, I was just uh, accident prone. Everybody called me uh, like, you know, Jerry the accident. Not not accident as in uh, they, my parents had me in an accident, but I was just always getting fucked up. Uh, just, just to give you an idea of what I mean by that is like, I break my right arm and then next thing you know, I end up breaking my left arm. And there I am with two arm casts walking around at eight years old, nine years old, you know, and it just kept it. You think I would progress, but I think I still had, um, I still was a, uh, <laughs> Neanderthal uh, DNA in me. So, uh, that caused me to, uh, just, you know, run into things. And, uh, I was kind of like, uh, that's kind of like the way I, I was not raised, but the way I, I educated myself is just through trial and error, you know, and, um, which is kind of, yeah, I maybe, you know, which comes now thinking about it, maybe I was a little bit slow. Good thing you're an 18 Bravo. But that's another <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, you got to think but, about but it. They only an... gave you one choice of MOS. They, they didn't even give you two. They're like, they give you one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And, and, and you know, hey, I, I mean, hey, I, I, maybe I wanted to be a Delta or, or a, a Charlie, but, um, but no, I, I was satisfied with what I got. <laughs> so, so from there on, you know, uh, from there on, you know, I went to school. I wasn't a, um, I wasn't a straight A student, and I wasn't a uh, you know, a flunky or anything like that. And where you where know, did you I go to school, my... uh, Jerry? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I went to school in Pasadena, Pasadena, Texas, uh, which is southeast of uh, Houston. The reason, which is weird because uh, everybody says, where were you born? And Mexico. this is kind of comedy here. But yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they, that's what they first said. And uh, unfortunately, close. Uh, I was born in Brownsville, and they're like, oh, "Okay, so that's where they make all the brown people, right?" You know, given it's Brownsville. <laughs> but uh, uh, I was like, "Actually, you know something? There might be some correlation with that theory, but uh, it's uh, it's not. It's actually a city south, like deep south, like uh, uh, south of uh, of Houston." In Texas, okay. and it's literally like meters away from uh, Mexico. Not not Corpus so, uh, you know. Exactly, like uh, you you passed the last U.S. <laughs> interstate, and you're going into uh, rural rural, uh, and it's actually close to South Padre Island, where a lot of the breakers like to come, college kids and stuff. So, you know. So yeah, I was I was born there and everything in uh, '76. You know, my dad was like, "Hey, you know, I need to start making some real money." You know, he he wanted to have a big family, and he shot up to uh, he's the oil refineries. And back in the '80s, they were really doing real good. You know, you could make some real good money in the '80s there. So from there, we found the city Pasadena, moved there, and was raised there. So, uh, and this was at the age of, uh, I'd say about three or four. So, uh, I, that's what I consider home, but, uh, when it's kind of complicated when they ask where were you born? Cause I wasn't born in Houston or Pasadena, you know, so 
Um, I just say Brownville, but I was raised and did my schooling in, in Pasadena. And uh, so, when you were in so high school, did you uh, join any sports over there and break anything or no? You said, fuck it. I'm not going to try it. <laughs> um, actually, yes, I was actually into sports a lot. Uh, track and field, uh, you know, Texas football. <laughs> actually, you know something? Right. I was, uh, I was, um, it, I wasn't really into the soccer thing because to me it seemed, I guess, I guess you could call me what, what, what I was called growing up is, uh, a, a coconut, which is, yes, I was brown on the outside, but I'm white on the inside. Not because of my, um, not, one. not because, I'm going to start using that one. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm serious because, uh, Well, which is weird because my parents would talk to me in Spanish and English, but mainly in English. And uh, so I would associate with them in, in English, you know, and plus because my school, my surroundings, I guess it's, it's uh, nurture, nurture versus uh, nature. Uh, yeah. And uh, so like uh, everybody around me spoke English. So I guess it'd be different if I grew up where I was born. Right. So that's um, why yeah, you speak my, very English uh, in my Spanish accent. <laughs> Yes, because uh, I had a lot of white friends and stuff like that. And, you see, I, I didn't and, have and, white friends. And some Mike. Hispanics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your hey, one. Jerry, uh, <laughs> so it's good. So from there, did you uh, did you join the army uh, after uh, high school, or did you go to college? Actually, uh, what I ended up doing was I um, I jo I joined the uh, the uh, what do you call it the oil company. Oh shit, you know, Phillips. Phillips 66, Shell, I jumped over to work, contract work with uh, Zachary, you know, S&B engineering and stuff like that. Uh, and then I said, you know something, um, I, my cousin was in the National Guard and he's saying, hey, you know, you know, we could link up because I had a cousin who was primos hermanos, which means, uh, you know, cousin, but, but we're close like brothers. And, um, so, you know, I said, Hey, you know, why not? I, you know, I remember growing up playing, you know, GI Joe, freaking playing guns, cops and robbers, cowboys and Indians. And which probably everything border, that I'm saying patrol is so, Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Everything. If, even if I bring this up, it's all PC incorrect and they'll probably jump on me, but But that's another story. So I ended up joining the National Guard you know, down there in Brownsville. And uh, I would, you know, I did it for two years. And I said, you know something? Um, I, I, I see myself doing this. This is, I mean, I, I could do this, you know. So from there, I just said, you know something? Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlist. And uh, so I enlisted. And they're like, okay, so like, uh Being that, you know, you're in the National Guard, you've been to basic training, where would, what, where, what duty station would you like? And I was like, well, I just got married. Um, and my wife's like, hey, I don't care where we go, don't what duty station we get, but can we just stay? It's just stay in Texas. Oh, no. You know, so I can see my family. <laughs> and I said, you got it, babe. And I signed my name. Next to uh, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, so basically, I, Jerry was trying to get away from her family. Yeah. That, that's really what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Poorly was my Unintentionally. Oh my gosh. And which was funny because everybody that was at that time going from guard to uh regular army was going to Fort Hood, mm-hmm. you know, and um I just my you see my my intentions were I was freshly married, I was newlywed, you know, three months, and hey, why not have our honeymoon in Hawaii? You know that I'm trying to think out of the box here. Freaking genius. And unfortunately, unfortunately. My wife was not having that at all. No, but no, no. So I, 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 I had to suck it up or take it, take it from her for about a year until she uh, acclimatized to the area and stuff. And and uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was that was my first duty station. Man, all, all, all that effort. You know how much money people spend to go to Hawaii on a beautiful honeymoon, and there you are doing everything you can to please your wife, and she don't appreciate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. You know, I mean, that's why I believe. Pay your taxes, kids. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, you, so you were in Hawaii. What unit were you over there? Were you uh, on what MOS? I was. Uh, I was going from uh, my National Guard MOS, which was uh, 11 Mike, which is uh, basically infantry, mechanized infantry, uh, into 11 Bravo. Not a big jump. Okay. And so from there, yeah, but you know, I went everywhere. To, I was assigned. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I learned, and oh my gosh, that was a, that was, that was pretty intense. But uh, I was assigned to First Battalion, 21st Infantry Unit. Uh, their, uh, I guess their, their motto or their, their, um, what do you call it? Their, yeah, their mascot is Gimlet, the Gimlets, which is some tool they use back in the WW2 or WW1. I, I'm probably wrong on, on the time frame here, but it's a tool that they bore holes into craters, into rocks to stick dynamite or TNT and, and to explode and make, uh, make areas to, uh, to proceed through and stuff like that. Oh, so shit. I mean, it's like combat engineer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, yeah, that, that's yeah. What I, was. Uh, I was 65th engineers, 25th ID detached at Fort Lewis, and yeah, that sounds kind of weird. You don't remember that tool, Mike? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're you're that and, old that you went World War One. You probably well, I'm the same age as our dad. <laughs> Over the nine. Oh, shit. I know they would make fun of us because they would call us like the corkscrew battalion because this tool looked, it, it did look like a wine bottle opener type of thing. But uh, apparently it was it's something that they used back in the day. And uh, that's just the way it was, I guess. And Jerry, what, you were there in Hawaii. And how did you end up in seventh group? Was that from Hawaii you decided to go to selection? Yes, yes. Actually, uh, we had a uh, seminar. And, uh, okay, this is how, well, I guess you could say. Uh, what year was that? I was. This was, uh, let me see, 98. It was probably so uh, they, uh, so uh, Socrates Dominguez showed up over there. Because huh? <laughs> he was the one that showed up in Panama. Or, That's what I'm saying. Plato. 
No, no, because oh, really? yeah, he was the one that showed up in Panama. He's the one that got me like, hey, Papi, oh, okay. you want a young special force? I got the gold doctor. I just came from Paraguay doing a three-month TDY. I got 14 grand in my bank account. Let me tell you, Papi, you know you want this. And everybody was over there in line going like, oh, hell yeah, I want that shit. <laughs> like, I yeah, want that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, you know something that maybe it was. I mean, no kidding, because the captain that spoke, it was a captain you know, out of all people that was giving the presentation and everything. And uh, that's, that's, he's like, look, you know, he gave us the presentation, the, the slideshow and everything. And he was like, hey, look, bottom line, you know, you want to get paid for doing what you're supposed to be doing, or you just, you know, want to just be here with all these lackeys and flunkies. Get you out, know? Go civilian. And I was like, well, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm up for getting paid, you know, because being married and you know, I had a, a as an E4 or E3 E4 and you know, I, I believe it was about like 750 or 8 800 bucks a month, you know, and then twat getting split pay in the 15th and then on the 1st and just just trying to yeah, just trying to eat and you know, provide and stuff like that. So I was like, hell yeah, I could, I could go for some raise here. What, what do I got to do? And he's like, okay, well, you're going to go to the selection phase, you know, Jump out an airplane. Selection phase. and yeah, basically. And you got to understand in the 25th, the big thing down there or over there is, is ranger school. Ranger school is like, it's, it's, it's what Mecca is to like the Muslims and stuff like that. You know, it's just like, that is the shit. <laughs> and and um and you know and i and to be honest with you i really didn't know special forces aside from rambo you hell know? yeah that you dude, know everybody so, joins you know. because of rambo everybody joins because of john j rambo i'm telling you man i'm, I'm serious yeah so uh from there uh i got my first uh i they flew me out from hawaii to to North Carolina in 98, October 98. It was, that's, our class was 90, 98, uh, I think it was 1098. That was our class. So you went from Hawaii to the cold, because it was, it was cold already, right? When you went to selection? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's, it, it did suck. It did suck. And you know something that's funny because uh, there was a lot of group guys that uh, that you know, like Ivan Castro. Uh, he was there at that selection phase. So was um, uh, Rambo. Geez, Bobby. Bobby Cinco? There we go. <laughs> no, but, but, man, uh, no, Bob, Bobby him, Cinco. But, Bobby Cinco was already in group like 50 years before we even showed up. <laughs> I believe it, man. I, it wasn't, I'm not, I'm not surprised he wasn't an SF baby. I know who Bobby Cinco is. I know everybody knows Bobby Cinco. Oh my gosh. That's a but, reputation. Uh, yeah. No, so uh, yeah, Ivan Castro actually went through the Q course with me uh -huh. until he got hurt again. You know, he's always getting hurt. He's another, he's another Jerry. <laughs> I guess, I guess we're, so, you know, it just takes a little, you know, butt stroke to the head to get us to finally get it. You know, I, I guess that's just the way. So, so quick question. Uh, when you're in, in Hawaii, did, yes, you go to Ranger, did you go to Ranger school? Uh, no, I did go to pre-Ranger school uh, and I didn't make it. 
So then I went back, I went back to, uh, well, went back to my battalion and then I went to a selection. Oh, so, so that's why they're like, like, I like strip call you a strong ranger, bro. No, no. So that, that's oh. probably why they were mad at you then because you didn't Sorry. go to ranger school, but you went to, you went to the, the Q course later. Yes, that's that's one thing because you you see, look, I I don't have I never had any line experience, um, because when I got to battalion, I remember our sergeant major was like, really, uh, he was he was I forgot I forgot what his name was, but he's like, look, we don't have any uh, any um, diversity in our scout platoon in headquarters, so we're gonna I'm gonna put you with a with a scout platoon. And uh, because there's too many white, white, you know, uh, troopers there, we need, we need, we need to break that, break that up. And I'm like, okay. So I was, you know, I mean, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know, okay, what's a scout, you know, I mean, uh, what's, you know, what, whatever, you know, and uh, this was before even going to the uh, SF, uh, what do you call it? um, A workshop and going to selection and everything like that. So please tell me you walked in speaking all Spanish. (laughs) <laughs> I, I try everybody was speaking to me in spanish and i'm like okay well you don't sound like a mexican and i'm like well I, I, it's complicated bro it's complicated you know can you say coconut but uh <laughs> exactly can you say so coconut? jerry i'm curious now because you were infantry but didn't have a lot of you know line experience so and then yeah. you did go to pre-ranger which teach you a lot uh uh-huh. So, when you went to the Q course, to the old, because, you know, everything changed now, but the old phase one, which was SUTs, uh, mm-hmm. would you say you learned a lot in SUTs, uh, in the SUT phase? I would say, I would say so. Okay. Uh, not, I mean, I may not have learned, like, everything, but I, I would say percentage-wise, 80% I learned there. Uh, and the other 20 was thank, thank goodness. Cause, uh, for my like squad leaders, because a lot of them were coming from battalions, ranger battalions. And, uh, I mean, geez, like all three squad leaders, except for one came from either third battalion, first battalion and second battalion. And, uh, they were always busting my chops, calling me the pink beret. Oh, so you're going to be the pink beret, not a black beret. Ho, 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 ho. And I was like, well, um, yeah, yeah, I, I guess I am. You know, God willing, I'll make it. And so you're probably not going to make it. You're going to be back here. I was like, all right. You don't even know how Thank to you. swim. <laughs> all right, so, so Jerry, uh, fast forwarding, you, you got done through selection. And uh-huh. boom, you get assigned your M or, or no, you didn't get assigned your M ones. You, you just got a Q course date, right? And when, when did you start the Q course? Oh my gosh, that's jeez. Man, that before I started the Q course, I got my MOS when I graduated Q course or, or no, selection. No, no, oh selection, you got it in selection, oh, really? Yeah. I knew exactly where I was going, what I was doing. Ooh. Oh no, it no, changes, I, I, it changes like well, seven years later. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, I didn't get my MOS until uh, I was starting, you know, reported for phase one. Nah, when, really? When I left, when I left selection, no. they told me what MOS they gave me. I mean, it was a wasn't a guarantee, but it was like, hey, this is what we're looking at sending you. They say you're a you, you're a little bit smarter than the Bravos, Dude, but not I'm smart enough course, to be a hey, Delta. <laughs> no, I'm a short course Delta. And trust me, I'm 
So of course, Delta went early after that. <laughs> but uh, so, Jerry, you, you started see, the Q I mean, course. Do you remember what what year you started? Yes, yes. In uh, I started in two thousand, and uh, what do you call it? Well, actually, I started in ninety nine only because I was an E four still. So I had no jump school, I had no uh, PLDC, and uh, so those are the courses that they sent me to first. So the first first thing is going back to Benny, which is a place I just it's. Well, back then it's like it was, herpes. Back then it was horrendous. Actually, I went back in 07-ish for Jumpmaster, of course, and it's cleaned up a lot. Well, it's, oh, really? it's way oh. more clean now. Uh, I was there, remember, way, what, two, two years ago? Drive? That... Victory Drive is clean oh, no. as can be now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, but Victory Drive is clean, but it's still shit. It's still Victory Drive. Oh, yeah, Come but on. I mean, there's no there's no fuckers <laughs> running up and down the street saying, Poppy! <laughs> oh, Hold on. Oh, what time do you drive by? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm in bed by nine, so I mean, I don't know. Oh, uh, you, you, you know what? They were just leaving their homes to go to their post. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know about what what it is about Benning, man. I mean, that's where I did my basic training, and and obviously that's where I went to jump school. And at the same feeling I had in basic training, the same feeling I had there. And even when I ended up going back to to Ranger School later later on, it was like it was like yeah, it was just the same feeling. It's crazy. So yeah, I started in in uh, well, I actually started in '99. I'd say like it was actually like October of '99 also. So everything that I was doing was for some reason my life was always winter classes. So suck. That did kind of suck. Yeah, a little I bit. think I think you started. You started the Q course, or or showed up over there uh, when mm-hmm. we were doing the weapons course. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually, yeah, that's right. Because I do remember, uh, I do remember doing uh, well, being in Swick and uh, doing range duty and stuff like that. And and uh, I think that was when I, I think I saw you at the at the range one time. And at that time you with Jesse Hernandez and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, going through the course. And it was like, I mean, I was like, wow, look at these guys, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, weapons. wow, cool. look at these guys. And here we are, students as well. like 120 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> but you hear that, Mike? You hear that, Mike? He looked at us and he's like, wow, look at those guys. But we were students as well. You were just like, like a class behind. <laughs> we're grown, no. No, it's just, it's just funny. It shows you how how you know when when you're in a school and you see a class ahead of you, you're like, "Wow, I want to be there, bro." You're only like two months away. <laughs> yeah, my biggest thing was when I, when I when I did a short course my Delta and I got bounced to go 18 Charlie. They sent me out to Camp McCall to be up four for Robin Sage, and I was like, "Man, I can't wait to be there." You know, <laughs> almost done. And then you're looking at those you're looking at those guys sucking and you're like, damn, that's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. For real. No, Jerry, uh, so you oh, uh then you, you graduated then in what late late two thousands or yeah, late two thousands? Yes, yes, yes. Cause in I, August. In August. Yeah, because I don't remember I, I don't remember if you got where you got to the company uh what yeah, late two thousands or it was early two thousand and one, I forgot. Well, the thing is, uh, in 01, 
in 01. In, I think January, February okay, yeah, yeah, of yeah. 01. Be- because I still had to finish the pipeline of going to, uh, well, first of all, at the end of Robin Sage, you know, that's when they say, okay, you're going to be going to this group or that group. And, uh, and plus, given my Spanish, because I, I mean, I just, I thought the language of America was, or the United States was English. That's all I spoke. <laughs> so, you know, so I had to go to language school. <laughs> Another brown guy that got to go to language school. <laughs> Very little. And it was just, it's just so wicked because uh, my parents spoke Tex-Mex, which uh, it's, it's Spanish, but it's, it's kind of like uh Spanglish. Basically that it's that along with some words that aren't even Spanish, you know, <laughs> or uh, you know, or English. Exactly. It's their own made up language. It's kind of like, a, uh, like black people with, uh, bionics. Or bi- bi- Ebonics. Bi- Ebonics. Ebonics. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's slang. A lot of slang. Damn. bro. So, yeah. I mean, I got busted out in language school by the Spanish, by the teacher. I'm like, and I'm all like uh, freaking uh, <laughs> Bobby Bourgeois. My mama said, you say patas. And the, and they're like, you know what patas are? Patas are feet or, or, or ducks, you know? And it's like, that's not what my mama said. My mama said patas were feet. And it's like, no, one, one. sir. No, sir. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's sad yes, when you exactly. see the brown guy struggling in Spanish language school. Yeah. <laughs> no, it gives me hope. I know. It gives me hope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, and then Jerry gets so lucky. He gets to the company. He's like, oh, my God, I got to group. I'm going to learn a lot of stuff. Pack your shit. You're going to war. Oh, fuck. <laughs> shit. Pretty much. Yeah. Leave your yeah, stuff in the yeah. hallway. It's going straight 1990. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know something? You know what's wicked, though, is... Sergeant at that time, or Sergeant Major was Sergeant Major, uh, jeez. Uh, Ends with K- S. KJ? KJ. 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 That's right. Uh, because, so I get there and he, the same thing that my uh, 25th ID, freaking Sergeant Major, is like, hey, this group needs a little bit more diversity. It needs more <laughs> Spanish speaking. And I was like, Sergeant Major, just so you know, I'm a 1 1. I'm not, I mean, I look, I can. If you need me to look the part, I can't. I can. 60% of the group is brown. How <laughs> so much more diversity than you? Uh, well, I, I thought I was going to 4-3, you know? or No, I'm sorry, 4-2. Uh, and uh, they sent me to 4-6, uh, which was actually changed to 4-3. And it was Kerry's team, Kerry Smith, team sorry. So he wanted to go to 4-2. The one team that had 10 uh, – no – out of 12 guys, 10 were Hispanic, freaking eight Puerto Ricans, one Dominican, one Panamanian. But you wanted to go to that team, really? That team didn't need any more yeah. help, trust me. <laughs> they were no, good. no, no, no. In fact, I was trying to emerge myself into the culture <laughs> so I could speak better Spanish. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh. God. Go back so, down uh, to Texas. I mean, <laughs> Hey, so, uh, Why do you think I'm down here, Jerry? Be, trying to survive. So I know. Shortly after that, well, not too shortly, but within that same year, uh, yes, you know, nine eleven happened and all that. So you got you got to put uh, 
did you get a few J sets under your belt or before that or or your first de deployment was combat? Uh, well, yes, I did get some submissions. Uh, I got some, well, most of them were, were FIB or CID uh, missions. I did do some J set. I did do, I didn't get to do a J pads. The only one that I regret not doing, yeah. uh, which are the best missions in the world. Uh, or from what I've heard, I, I honestly, I can't give my honest opinion on that because I never done one. So, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I did get to go to Colombia, Ecuador, uh, shoot around in Peru, uh, bounce around from Honduras and, uh, other, uh, other locations and stuff. And then next thing you know, Hey, let's go to Afghanistan. Let's go to the desert. Yep. And, uh, uh, so, uh, you went to Afghanistan. Of course we went as a, uh, as an entire battalion. Uh, but uh, I know I was in Goresh at the time and you were in Spinboldak. Yeah, uh, I don't even know yeah. if that post stay open for too long because I know he was getting hammered all the time. Uh -huh. But uh, you so, uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no. So, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I honestly, uh, It was it was pretty chill when when we got there. It was getting hammered, but by that time everything was pushing up north. Yeah. So I I think we caught like the tail end because I know uh, I know you guys were getting hammered a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and we were we would just catch uh, smugglers and stuff like that, and may, mainly mainly uh, cashing <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> like catching smugglers is like, hey man. Those look like my cousins crossing the river over there. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, yeah. They, they put the man dress get close to the enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I think I saw a few But, pictures of you, uh, Jerry, uh, wearing uh, the man jammers and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we got to play around and stuff like that. Uh, You know, we did have, there was, you know, it's, you, you got to make, I guess, what do you call it? A, a stressful environment, you know, more, uh, not, uh, not, not fun, but, but fun. You know what I'm saying? Because the stress, you know, could just eat you alive yeah. and then, you know, or just keep you just, it's just too much pressure to have constantly on your shoulders. You know, But Jerry, you uh, know? Can, can you tell us, you know, whatever you want to share about what is, uh, what was the incident that happened that, uh, where you lost your, what, what is it? Your left, uh, yeah. your left hand. Yeah. Please tell me you're right. -handed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> but, um, no, no, certainly, certainly. Okay. Once upon a time, no shit. Sandy day. <laughs> um, Basically, we, we had we, we acquired a lot of, uh, you know, cache bundles and stuff like that. And we're like, hey, why don't we just use this to uh, to school the uh, the uh, a the ANF and the and uh, the police guys that, that were working with us. So we're like, all right, sure, sure. This is coming from the team. Sorry. And so we had a we had our own uh, uh, range that we made out there and stuff and uh so you know we, we started firing the ak's and and we had a mission coming up um so one thing that we noticed was it wasn't the fact that the uh ang couldn't uh fire at the enemy it's just they 
they it was kind of sporadically and we didn't want to get shot you know because there was sometimes that we did you know kind of curve what was instructed which was you know, i mean because well not really curve but you know you let them go in first and then we come in we assault behind uh but a lot of the times they would just kind of take a knee and say hold on uh i'm not ready to die yet so uh, go ahead, go ahead. Show me again, or can you uh, show me that technique again during live fire, or you know, during a, an insertion, or, or uh, grabbing an HIV, or something like that. You know, these little fuckers. Uh, so, they're, they're smart. They're smart. We're, we're ready, American. We're ready. Uh, hold on, teach me a technique again. But we're on a target. Go, go ahead and teach it to me again. Come on, show me. <laughs> ex exactly. So we're like, okay, this time we're you know. So we take them to the range and we get them to hit you know, uh, what do you call it, rounds to paper and stuff like that. And we're like, okay, RPG time. So, we, you know, we grabbed an RPG and I'm like, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to start firing at this target right here, which was, which was a abandoned uh, uh, hobo house that was out there in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so we start firing. I go here and let me, let me fire. Let me fire at once, you know, just so I can show uh you know, so my teammates, you know, how to fire correctly and stuff. Not that they didn't know, but I just, I always like to uh, touch the things or do the things prior to them. So if anything, um, anything negative happens, you know, I, I don't want that guilt on me. So, you know, it's just my own personal way of running things. So, you know, I throw a, a rocket inside the RPG, rocket propel grenade launcher. Clicks, doesn't go. I'm like, oh, shoot. What's going on? So I checked the um, the firing pin. Firing pin's good. I checked the trigger. Trigger's good. Put the rocket back in there. Uh, fire it again. Doesn't go off. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I pull out the rocket. I talk to Dan Ingram. And I'm like, hey, look, what the hell's going on? The firing pin is working. I see it. You know, it's there. It's not, it doesn't look damaged. I'm looking at the back, the percussion of the rocket. It's It hasn't even been struck. So I don't know what the hell's going on. So I go, look, and he's like, well, see if it'll go off again. Uh, that, that, that last sentence, I might've just added that, but, uh, so, so you might want to delete that. He, he said, just, it might be trash. And I'm like, but it's not even, I don't understand. It was firing a little while ago. So I put the rocket back in there and I was like, let me try it one more time. And at that time, also, our Echo, our senior Echo, who is Rick Darty, he uh, he asked, hey, let me fire it. You know, and I, I, I've never got to fire one. He said, I'm like, hold on, bro. Let me just fire it. And, you know, if it doesn't work, then I'll get you one that works. You know? So I told him to stand back. And I was like, okay, you know, back to the last area, all clear. And, and it just exploded. Uh, and what I mean it exploded was the booster part of the uh, rocket uh, exploded in the in the RPG, and which caused my damage. And luckily, the warhead part did not explode. Not a it be the headless horseman type of thing. Damn. So that's that's what happened. That's that's what caused my me. And I didn't actually. And when it happened, it didn't like immediately, you know, amputate my left hand. It was partially there. And this is me repeating what. Like uh, Mike Strobel, uh, uh, Brian Francis, Rick Darty, Dan Ingram, who were there, 
at a range was, were telling me, they're like, dude, you like, you, it exploded. You were standing, you fell. We thought you were gone. But then as we're running towards you, you, you start getting up. So we're like, all right. Yeah. 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 He's up. He's up. And, um, and then we're trying to get you to lay down. Michael Strobel's like, Hey, you're trying to, you know, talk to me and keep me down. And I'm trying to get up. I can't, I can't, uh, they couldn't understand me, but he, he finally understood what I was trying to do, which was I'm trying to sit up and, or, or kind of camp my body because of the blood, I guess internal bleeding or, or whatnot. Uh, and Michael was like, Hey, you know, Hey, you know, let's, let's tilt them this way. Wipe his, wipe my mouth out and started. And well, Brian and everybody else, Jerry Wilson was there, uh, who was another Delta. Um, and, uh, shoot, they started patching me up. I know Brady Hines, uh, went with you in the medevac, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's, that is that's crazy true. because when we first heard that, you know, we had a, uh, there was an, you know, an injury, basically, uh, one of uh, Greenberry's down and we're like, holy shit. What happened? And when we mm -hmm. when we hear over the radio what's going on, all, all we hear is that you got you got hit by an RPG, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we hear. We're like mm -hmm. hit by an RPG. How the fuck is he still alive? <laughs> we're like, we're like uh -huh. was that Mike? No, no, Mike? no. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh I, I couldn't hear you, Mike. All right, I said straight to the chest of the plate carrier, kind of hitting us. Yeah, I was like, how the hell? We're like, well, he, he's good, he's good. And then later on, you know, they explained that it was uh, uh, the, the explosion of the uh, of the booster. We're like, holy fuck, man. What? Yeah. But, J Jerry, so that <clears throat> little fast forward after that, <clears throat> now you're, you're, you're recovering, yep. and uh, uh, oh, gladly your wife was there with you. She was a champ, right, through all that all that shit yes. and you being a little asshole because you're mad because you know you're missing an arm and shit like that <laughs> but uh, yeah so how was that for you how was that you know when, when you when you open your eyes and you realize oh fuck i'm missing an arm I'm, i'm not over there with my teammates which uh i know a lot of spouses get mad when they hear their husband complaining because they're not back at war where they should be and they're like he should be grateful that he's home with me i'm like you don't understand i know home with you is where he'd rather be but where he needs to be right now is over there with his brothers because they need him right so mm -hmm. they, they don't get that they don't get that but how, how did you feel when you opened your eyes and you realized what was going on oh my gosh bro uh that's that's kind of a lot to excuse me that's kind of a lot to unpack but uh honestly Because, look, all I remember was telling uh, Ricky's, like, hey, look, let me just fire it one more time. What do you call it? Um, I don't want anything to happen. And then, you know, me have to live with it. And then it just, my eyes closed. I was, I don't recall anything until this happened December 20th of 2002, the incident. And I didn't wake up till, I'm going to say, spring break of March, uh, like the 15th of March. Uh, and that was, that had to do with the, um, Uh, drug-induced comas that they had me under. So when I wake up, I'm waking up. I don't know what the hell happened. I just thought I was asleep. Uh, I look to my left, and I see my wife sitting there in the hospital. And I noticed I was in a hospital bed. And I swear to God, I thought, we've been, we got overrun. I'm in a goddamn ISIS or freaking Taliban hospital. They got my wife probably from 
someone else or, or through social media and she's here and I'm like, are you, are you here under your own free will or, <laughs> or what, what's happening? What's happening? She's like, no, look, calm down. You are in the United States. You're at Walter Reed and you were in an accident. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought, I thought I was captured. They captured you. Where's my daughter Dion? I thought one time I only have one kid. And, you know, I mean, what, what the hell's going on? Where, where's the risk? Where are my teammates at? And she's like, no, calm down, calm down. You know, you're Walter Reed. So yeah, then I started to, you know, uh, you know, kind of realize what was happening as she starts explaining. But I swear when my eyes were finally waking up and I, I'm hearing like Spanish voices and I'm like, oh my gosh, is God dang Taliban no fucking Spanish now. <laughs> and, and they're talking to my wife and they're trying to get information from her. And, you know, to be known to me, it's, it's my family in the background talking to each other and saying, oh, he, you know, I, you know, we're praying for him. And, and I'm like, God dang Taliban are some pretty smart motherfuckers, know Spanish and stuff, you know. But my wife sees me moving around and jerking and stuff, and she's like, "Hey, no, 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 it's no Taliban here. It's just, we are just we're in the United States. You're in Walter Reed." So you know, and she's like, "You lost, you lost a limb, and um, you know, and you you almost lost your right arm, you know." And she starts breaking down what had happened, and I'm like, "Are you?" And I was like, "Did anybody get hurt?" And she's like, well, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. I was like, no, no, okay. But, I mean, did anybody else get hurt, you know? And she's like, uh, no, no, no. And I was like, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness, thank goodness. And, um, you know, that was the deal. That's love for the team right there. I mean, when you, the first thing you think about is somebody else other than yourself. I mean, that's – a lot of people don't understand that, but that's freaking – that's right, insane, dude. Right. You know, and I hate to say this, but I mean, look, I, I love my family and everything like that, but, and, you know, write and, write and die with them and stuff. But it, it, it is, it's, it, it is a, a different kind of love that you have for your teammates and, you know, for, for everybody in group, because, you know, it's, it, it's a different kind of hurt. And it's, I could, I can honestly compare it to a, to a, as if I'm married to you guys, you know, you know, that kind of love, not in the same bed kind of way or sexual way, but, <laughs> no, we get it. but like a brother, Maybe listeners don't get it, but, we get it. <laughs> but, uh, but I love seriously, you, bro, man, I mean, I, I'm kind yeah. of disappointed that he didn't say in a sexual way. I'm like, I, I'm disappointed. <laughs> but that's okay. Now it's, <laughs> it's acceptable now. That's true. <laughs> But no, yeah, no, I, so... I, I, I totally get it. It's it's a it's a really an extension of, the, of your family. Period, plain and simple. And the first thing that mm -hmm. you think about is the safety of your team over yourself. Yep. Then Jerry. So uh, uh, now I know what. Maybe a year after that, you were uh, kind of recovered, not fully recovered, but you were good enough to where you. Because you didn't want to stay in a bed, you didn't want to stay home, and you decided to put the uniform back on and go and go to the company, and everybody's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And you're like, "Listen, I still got one arm wor working. I can do some shit." 
Uh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and they tell, yeah. they tell yeah. you, well, yeah. you're going to be in the B team. It's like, no, fuck that. Fuck the B team. I can still do shit. Oh, no, I remember. He was, he yeah. was mad. He was mad. Yeah. And, uh, Please and they're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, in there. Can, yeah like... So they finally go like, okay, well, he finally accepted the fact that he was going to be in the B team. And then he ended up working with me for, mm-hmm. for a few months and we caused havoc at, at the B team. <laughs> yeah. And then they replaced you with uh, Joe Matarco. Yeah. Joseph Matarco. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. I mean, I was fired up. I mean, shit. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to see the president uh, at that time, President, president Bush. And uh, I told him, it's like, sir, hey, you got to get me out of here. You know, I need to get back. <laughs> and he's like, no, you need a presidential pardon. Get back to the team. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, what what so, did he say when you tell him, dude, you need to get me out of here? He he just kind of smirked a little bit and he's like, Look, I you know, thank you for what you've done, but right now let's let's work on you getting better and then we'll 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 see what happens <laughs> I want to get back to the team like, now. Okay. You don't understand, sir. I need to be back in the team. <laughs> for real. That's awesome. But, uh, man. I don't think he would understand, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> but uh but Jerry, I, I know when you were yeah. in the B team, uh even mm-hmm. though that you were back at work and, you know, you were acting like everything was fine. I, I, I knew it was not. I knew at times you were sitting down and you were like staring at you know at the ceiling and, I, and I'm like, hey, Jerry, what's going on? And there were you're like, there's so much shit going through my head right now. And, uh, it, yeah. you know, a, a lot of people don't realize that it was the, one day you, you can do it all. And the next day you're like, you know, yeah. at 70 percent or less. So uh, how how did the company? And how did the army help you during your recovery process? Well, that's a good question. Uh, first of all, they didn't help me for shit. <laughs> They're the worst in the world. I didn't want to be no. mean and go like, no, this. no, 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 no. That's that's all. That was that's a lie. Uh, no, the the company did help. I mean, uh, they helped as much as they could because I mean, you, you got to understand when was the last time the battalion has been to war or group, our group at that point group has been into war, you know, uh, in, in a big theater like that to where, you know, guys were, were, uh, were, were getting hurt or injured and, or even dying, you know, because before that, I mean, we had, uh, uh, Orlando who had passed away, you know, in the ambush with, uh, with, uh, uh Thomas, Thomas Douglas, yep. Also, you were you, you know, were in the hospital injured. when when th- that ambush happened. There we go. Yeah, you see, so it, there wasn't a lot of that. You know, that was still kind of new to the battalion. So, you know, uh, I'll, the best answers were, you know, we can only give you this much certain amount of information, and then the rest you kind of have to figure it out on your own. Because I remember seeing Bubba Ham and uh, seeing asking him, "Hey, look, I don't know what the heck." You know, you know, I, I, um, you know, I do want to stay in group. You know, I love being in group. I love the guys. I love the atmosphere. And he's like, well, why don't you go to uh, SWIC? And I'm like, I'm thinking about it. Even that's where uh, uh, I had met Bobby before, Bobby Cinco before. And he's, and he was picking up uh, the, uh, that battalion. And he was going to be the star major there. And he's like, come work over here. And uh, I, it was, I did, you know, take it under consideration, but um, I eventually I just said, you know, something. I think what made me change my mind 
into not staying was uh, our last uh, company commander. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Cabreras, I think, or Cabrera. Uh, he 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 replaced Major Miller. Uh, I don't know in uh, oh yeah in o in o two. Damn. I don't know if you remember him. But I do know that uh, Jefe uh, uh, Fernandez, yep. Javi yep. Fernandez, uh, told me that he got uh, discharged because there was there was something shady that went on when I guess the at that time once once the full battalion came back, they went on a uh, another company or company or battalion uh, trip to uh, I forgot where. But uh, the whole company had to be, uh, you know, had to go to Safawik and and then uh, then they all shipped off. I, I'm not, I forgot where, but me at that time, you know, it was me and just Joe Matarko and and uh, you know, I remember talking to the to the uh, company commander and I was like, look, hey, look, I still have a right hand, I can shoot. Okay, maybe I can't fast rope, but fuck it. You know, I'll jump, jump me in or some shit, or I mean, you know, uh, I could maybe an amphibious, you know, attack or assault or something like that. And it was just training. Granted, it was just training. It wasn't actual, you know, real world type of, you know, mission and stuff like that. But I was like, I'm still, I still, I'm still knowledgeable, you know, but I may not be, you know, physically effective as I was Bryce. And he just said, look, uh, everybody's, and he just laid it out straight. He just said, look. You're combat ineffective. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's just the way it is. I'm sorry. You know, it's, and I was like, okay. And I just like kind of, you know, it just set in and I said, you know something? You're right. There's no, there's no sense of beating a dead horse, you know, after it's dead. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of selfish. How, how hard was and, it for uh, you, Jerry, once, you know, once you realized that and you ended up getting out, uh, Man, how was that transition into the civilian world again? And uh, yeah, how, how was it? It was, uh, it was, bro. It was totally, it totally sucked. It sucked. It's because I mean, I mean, up to, up to getting hurt, I, I mean, I, it, I honestly believed, and it, it would take a lot for me to unbelieve this, but I thought that we were invincible. I go Afghani's, you know. Uh, They're nothing, you know. It's another, it's another Cowboys and Indians type of game. So my pride was totally just my pride was totally shattered. My ego was shattered, and and I honestly have never been. I guess you could say that would be one of my uh, one of my lows in in my in my person and personally, you know, in life in my life. But you know, where I'm like now, what's my next move? You know, and and it has to be strategic because I'm, you know, I'm financially secure, you know, in the military and plus medical, you know, and dental and, and I have kids or I, I only had one, but, you know, plus my wine, my dependents and stuff. So if I do exit, which was something that someone had suggested, it's like, hey, why don't you think about exiting? Because, you know, you could, you know, you, you you're, you're through the VA, you can, you know you know, monetarily be secure and they'll take care of you and all that, you know, stuff. And I was, but it was, 
it was just something I had to, it took me a little while for me to actually finally, you know, make my final decision and without phoning a friend and, and, uh, I just did, you know, I just said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna exit the military and on a medic medical, uh, medical retirement and stuff is what it was called. Uh, I had to go to the med board from the med board, you know, which took, I, I'm going to say like 120 days or something like that. Damn. Yeah, How long until, was yours, uh, JP? Yeah. Two weeks? <laughs> no, I want to say it was about 90 days. It, it, it didn't take that long. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I understood, you know, and I was I wasn't in a in a rush, but once once uh, yeah, once I made you know to go through the med board and all, and you know exit the military, uh, it I was I was I was like on another level, you know. And and you're right, you're right. There was times where you know you'd see me like, hey man, what's going on? What's popping? And I'd just be like, you know, just kind of like my own world type of thing. You know, kind of like, you know, what's just processing everything still, to be honest with you, w w there's a lot of stuff that I effed up in and something that I talk to a lot of guys that get hurt is like, Hey, look, you know, I mean, take your time when you're in uh, rehab and I don't mean rehab as in like, I mean, rehab as in, you know, getting back like PT doing uh, occupational therapy all that stuff, you know, at, at Walter Reed or at that time, Walter Reed in Virginia, not the, not the new Walter Reed, but, um, you know, because I, I forced, I almost forced the doctors to pull the food peg out, unwire my jaw, you know, and, and get me out of that hospital because I, I, my mentality was like, once I get out of this hospital, I'm going back to group and I'm going to start working again, you know? Yep. I think that's but, every so, SF so guy's missed, mentality. <laughs> and we don't realize it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> for reals, because, I mean, you know, I mean, that's that's the norm. It's just the norm. It's like, yeah, I just fell off the bike, get back on the bike and start riding again. But unfortunately, I missed out on a lot of, um, uh, I guess, a lot of, um, uh, uh, I guess, rehab that, that could have helped me maybe, uh, you know, utilize my the rest of my limbs a little bit better no yeah than, man and, and, and that's it, something so. that we all do i i think is it, i give the same advice to people that get hurt in the army i tell them take your time mm -hmm. go through every uh you know therapy you can do it right don't worry about doing it quick it, it, it's funny that we now say that too as advice but <laughs> as we're going through it we're doing the same thing as jerry's doing like you know like i'm gonna get back to the fucking team now yeah, but I you know what it's like, yeah. I, for my guys, and i tell you know, them this family. and i tell them this and i go like i'm telling you this because i did it right and at first when i when i did it quick i you know i did it took shortcuts and all that stuff and i got back to the team and i'm like yeah i beat the system but then three four years mm -hmm. later Bam! It hits your body, and your body goes like you were a dumbass. Feel but the now. thing is, the thing is, JP is no matter what you tell people, they're going to do the same thing. <laughs> they're going to do it. They're going to do it's it. Kind of, yeah. it's, not, it's not really a disease, but it, it's a mindset. It's the dedication. It's the, it's the you know selfless service that we got to get back to our team. It's the brotherhood. Yep, we got to get back mm -hmm. and be there. You know, and, 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 and when you when you think about it, like let's say that you are, let's say that you're a team sergeant. 
or or let's say that you're a senior E7, you, you know you're, you're going to get promoted to E8, and then they tell you, oh, no, your rehab is going to be nine months, right, to do it right. Mm-hmm. They sit over there and just start thinking nine months. That's nine months out of the team. By the time, sh- yeah, short. yeah. By the time I come back from rehab, I'm making the eight. That means I only got a year and a half to maybe two years more years in a team. My team time is done. That's nine months I wasted. No, 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 no. I'm gonna get this shit done in a month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will, make it I will make it happen. I mean, people think I will doctor that paperwork if I have to. Yeah, people think that way because really? that's where they want to be. They want to be on a that's what we do. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Uh, Jerry, and, and, and uh, you know, not having to dive, dive deep into it, but, you know, after you got out and, and you're going through that rough time, that low in your life, uh, mm-hmm. you have a lot of dark thoughts coming through your head? Yes, yes. Uh, I literally wanted to put lipstick on and grow my hair out and start making a kill list and <laughs> I was like, I don't, I was no. not talking about that kind of no. dark thoughts, okay. but I, I, I like where I, you're going. I'm in my truck. <laughs> I, I like where he's going with this. No, not that, no, but, but no, but seriously. Yes. Yes. Uh, honestly, honestly. Uh, yes. Uh, I know. I think, look, bottom line, I, I felt bad for not bad for myself, in a selfish way, but more bad for my team. Um, well, my captain, our company, our battalion, because, you know, all, one of the main things as I was my, my little short time was don't be, don't be that guy who has that AD. Don't be that guy who crashes in one of the uh, vehicles, you know, when you're, you know, abroad it's, and then don't be that guy with a civilian who crashes, you know, <laughs> in the middle of the night, and then they got to call the you know, the commander. So don't be that guy. So to me, this this was a uh, like a failure, and and it basically was it was my fault. You know, I should have I should have stopped after the first one, but because of my just my ignorance, I guess, and uh, I kept you know pushing it and pushing it until. I injured myself. So that's one of the main things. Uh, you know, I, I sat down with, with my team. We had a dinner and I'm like, look, Hey, first of all, thank you, you know, for, for what you guys did, but I want to apologize for my, for my fuck up, you know, uh, you know, it's something I have to live with. Uh, but, what I'm, what concerns me more is the embarrassment that I put you guys and the company, you know, you know, because of my, my, my dumbness on fucking around with that, you know? So they, obviously they, they were like, you know, they didn't accept it. They're like, look, Hey, it, no, no, there's no embarrassment brother. You know, sometimes that's just what we're dealt with. And, uh, we just, you know, we just keep rolling forward, man. And, but it was, it, 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 honestly, it took me about 10 years to get over that, you know, and that's that every time I would see somebody from, from the battalion or, or the company, I'd be like, Hey man, I'm sorry for that embarrassment. I know it was my fault. Um, uh, and you know, and you know, they just, you know, smack me in the head and say, you know, 
you're stupid. Stop saying that, you know, but, you know, and I appreciate that, but yeah, yeah. You know, and amongst that, amongst that, you know, I mean, uh, I was, I was like, why, uh, I, I kind of didn't want to say this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I feel comfortable with you guys, you know? Uh, but I did, I did initially try an attempt to take my own life and I, I didn't, I haven't told anybody, you know, this. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I did. And, uh, I, I, I did attempt, but not that I wasn't unsuccessful. I just kind of just, there was just something, uh, that just stopped me said, you know, this is not, this is not the way, basically, this is not the way to do it. You know, you, you, I'm obviously fucked up, but I need to, I need more time to adjust mentally and physically. And it's, you know, if you're going to kill yourself, don't do it now. Do it at another time. But just right now, just don't, you know, just something like that. Something to that aspect happened in that short period of time, you know, and, and, um, and, and then from there on, I, you know, I was just like, well, just let's try and focus on, uh, on, um, on what do you call it on, on exiting the military, you know, but in between exiting the military, um, going out in the middle of the night, trying to go to just, I would just, that's where I started, you know, drinking and, uh, my, my whole process was, okay, there's gotta be a damn liquor store that's going to get me robbed or a convenience store that's going to be robbed in the middle of the night. So I would purposely go at after midnight, you know, go to these convenience stores, hang out. Hopefully someone gets robbed. I'm going to, you know, pursue the guy with a pistol and get shot. And then there, there it goes. And then, so therefore I didn't do it. You know, it just, I was just trying to do the right thing and I got killed as opposed to me inflicting, you know, my own wound and stuff. So that was my persona for, or my mindset for fucking months, months. And, you know, and, and yes, it's, it's, it's crazy, but, uh, now, you know, I mean, can I ask you a question? Yeah. 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 Do you think that's from feeling like a little bit of self anger that you can't be there for your team? You can't be there to perform for, you know, group that instead of like, you know, selflessly just, you know, suck starting a pistol for lack of better terms, but going out there and putting yourself in a situation that would, that you're not pulling the trigger yourself per se, but do you think that's just like, just that anger that, you know, you didn't, you're not able to, you know, be a part of the team performed, but because what people don't understand is that when at least our generation, the three of us, is that when you're in a group, that, that's like, there, there's a deeper meaning to being, in, you know, a part of the team and being able to perform and doing the mission. I can't say anything for what the current generation is doing because I'm not in touch with that. But I know for me, it was it was a lot deeper than just, hey, I'm going, I'm, I'm SF and I'm going to work. And, you know, me and 11 other dudes are going out and fucking pulling missions. But it's, it's a lot deeper. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do, do you think it's just... I mean, do you think that was just your reasoning, just that you have like some deep down anger that you just want to like, just want the release from it, and that you can't you can't be there for the guys? Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, 
before, I mean, and I recollect to that captain that gave me the briefing on, you know, going to selection, Q course and going to SF, they're like, it, it, it's a life that you're just, you're going to love, you know? And, and I mean, even to this day, I, I tell everybody, you know, hey man, that's that's the best life you could live is being a teammate. Right. You know, being, I, being I used on to a tell team. people that, you know, my worst day in SF was still better than my best day in the conventional army. And yeah. Because I, I mean I mentor a handful of guys still, you know, even in my retirement, you know, and that's the first thing I say to them. I said, Your worst day in SF is still gonna be so much better than your best day in the conventional army. I mean, it's just it you can't explain what it's like to be on a team and be able to, you know, be there for the guys. And even when you're, okay, yeah, you got to stay late, clean your guns because you just got off the range, whatever, but you're always doing <laughs> something for a purpose. You're not doing some BS waiting for formation at fucking 1800. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain what the, what it means to be on a team and the, the selflessness beyond just the big armies, you know, selfless service mm-hmm. bullshit. It's it's deeper than that. So I mean, I I, I totally get it, man. And Jerry, and it's always it like I mean, down anger that you just you don't want to take your own life per se, but you want to go out in a blaze of glory, for lack of better terms. Yeah, I think that's what mm-hmm. you know. The the way I look, I'm, I'm no psychologist, by the way. Uh, it, it was trying to make up, right? Uh, it, that's what you were trying to do. You're like, if I can do this, uh, I'll be making up for what you know for my mistake. Uh, Mm-hmm. And that's probably what you were trying to do. And we, we all do that at some point. Now you were going extreme, uh, you know, <laughs> making up, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Back, man, let's go to the computer store. Let's kick some ass. Yeah, let's let's go. kick some ass. Let's go. But uh, <laughs> how would you say you feel now compared to that, that one moment in your life when you were going to the grocery store, you know, or the, or the gas station, you know, look, look, try, uh-huh. trying to be, uh, what, what, what you call it? What's that guy? I, I can't believe I forgot. Oh. No, was was that guy that dressed in red with the swords? I forgot his name. Damn it, Deadpool. Deadpool. You know, trying to be Deadpool, going around, right? Okay, right. And that's what you were trying to do. Yeah. How 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 do you compare yourself mentally right now? Wow, uh, it, uh, night and day for sure, night and day. And you know, a, a lot of that has to do with just just nature in itself, because as people grow older they, they grow wiser you know and as the whole the same with you know you learn through your experiences and stuff like that so it's it's funny because i mean i wish i could jump back into time to that time frame and you know talk to myself and say hey it's gonna take a while but um you know it will pass it will pass and I, it, it won't go away you know, because I still have those monsters. Uh, even recently or last year, you know, I fucked up where, you know, I mean, those monsters get out of the damn closet and want to want to want some sort of retribution on some some lady who just cut me off, you know, at, at Chick-fil-A, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, so I'm not laughing I, I, at you because, I mean, I've been there <laughs> many times. The monsters want to play. I mean, they want to play. Don't mess with God's chicken. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And I, and so what? In that little incident, I, I didn't want her to leave, so I threw the truck in reverse, not looking back, and I just ran into some an innocent person, uh, not in their vehicle. And luckily, 
you know, I, it was just a, uh, just a fender bender. It wasn't anything serious. And I'm, I mean, I'm so lucky. So that was, I guess you could say that was a near miss of me not going to jail and prison and all this and that. And it, so it's, uh, I'm not saying I'm perfect or anything like that. And I, 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 I'd say 80% of the time I keep my monsters locked up or my, my alter ego or my whatever you want to call it, you know, locked up. But there is times that it just, they just come out. And they it's, it's know how to, to they know how to freaking open the door, man. It, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, man. There's, I think I was just talking to my wife the other day about, I have like violence, like deep down, but mm -hmm. in retirement, I've been able to maintain it, you know, keep it at bay. But sometimes mm -hmm. you just want to let that monster go. And, Cause it's part of like a euphoria to let it go, but it's the end result's not going to be what you want it to be. You end up exactly. in jail or you're dead or yep. whatever exactly. else. Exactly. No, I, but I mean, trust me. I mean, I got, I mean, I feel it mm -hmm. on a regular, but it's, you know, it's finding an outlet to, you know, whether it be family or an activity or a business or whatever. But no, dude, what people don't understand is that for us, that's, it's always brewing down there and it's the ability trying to, just keep it at bay so it doesn't open that can. Yep. But we're ready. Mm -hmm. if, it does, if that can is ready to open up, we're ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Jerry, you know, I, I think that one thing you need to find around your area, I don't know how, you know, I don't know if you, uh, are you involved with the Special Forces Association? Um, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Let me But tell I, you. I, I, am, I am interested. Yeah, you need to find yeah. your local chapter. Uh, just look for chapters of Special Forces uh -huh. Association because even though that some of those chapters got a bunch of people way older than, than our generation. Vietnam. Yeah. Our generation. Yeah. There's, a, uh -huh. there's a lot of, That's my chapter. especially, uh, especially in Texas. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, younger people uh, in those associations and that you're going to be able to relate mm -hmm. better. Right. Not like you can relate to the older generation, but you relate better. And uh, let mm -hmm. me tell you, and let me tell you why I tell you that. Because uh, Mike, a few years back, I want to say about three, four years now, we did a contract and um we brought Jerry into that contract. It was a role-playing contract with Seventh Group, right? So we were role-playing as, you know, we were in a different country. And we brought Jerry. And let me tell you, we were over there for, what, 10 days. Mm -hmm. the, the, the brightness coming out of Jerry's eyes was intense. It was like he was in his happy place. He, he, even, uh, uh, oh, my God, Abraham. Uh, another one of the guys working mm -hmm. with us, he said, oh, my God, I haven't seen Jerry like this in years. And uh, because what we were staying in, in team houses, right? Airbnbs. So team houses were having team meetings. Uh, not everybody, but some of the guys were SF. So we're we're sitting mm -hmm. over there and we're role playing. We're training an SF company from Seventh Group, right? So Jerry yep. fell in his. This is what I this is what I needed. And uh Man, and let me tell you, it, I, it was amazing. Of course, that's when I learned that Jerry don't like help. Uh, when he goes to Walmart <laughs> and he comes back with all the groceries, do not try to help him. I don't know how he does it with that little stuff in one hand, but he's carrying two cases of beer, four bags. He got shit hanging off his head. And <laughs> I'm like, what the hey, no, 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 no matter the circumstance, don't tell us that we can't do it. Oh, Plain no. And then, and then people go like, you need help, Jerry? No, I got this. I'm like, we're like, and, and then of course, everybody messed with him. Goes like, Jerry, you need a hand. And he's like, you know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but uh, <laughs> I love one. But let me tell you, uh, uh, I saw Jerry was sitting down and like he's starting his script, Mike. He's starting his script. He's like, okay, this is what I gotta tell this student. This is the scenario. This is the background. And he felt like like he was again in the game. You know, uh, I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, JP, and a lot of people don't really know is, I mean, I still, what I do for a living is supporting the community yep. in their training. And mm-hmm. even though I'm not, half the time I'm not directly, you know, in contact with SF guys, but I'm there. They just, they try to see me if they can. Um, but the other half is that I'm, I mean, I am in contact and it, honestly, that helps me out tremendously with, re- I mean, I've been, re- I retired in 2017. I still don't know what I do when I grow up, but the ability to still support the regiment is hands down the most rewarding and least anxiety and, you know, yep. get me wound mm-hmm. up type of deal. So, I mean, it, it's, I can't, I can't express how much I enjoy still supporting the regiment and giving back to the community. So Mike, real yeah, quick, so. we're getting to the end here, but uh, real quick, let me tell you how the nickname El Tiburón the Shark came came about. With, with Not the white shark, the great shark, just the shark. The shark, right. It was, the, it was an ODA, one of those special companies that do secret squall shit, right? Yeah. They, they were coming and uh, they were running in a scenario where they were going to meet a one of the insurgent, you know, commanders on the ground. And mm-hmm. Jerry was one of them. And as... Uh, <laughs> So they get his bio. He says, you know, he was in war. He's well, very well decorated, blah, blah, blah. He yeah. had combat injuries. Uh, but the combat injuries didn't specify what the injury was, right? He didn't specify what oh, the injury geez. was. And uh, and then, you know, he says his nickname is El Tiburón. So anyways, the, the team showed up. And one thing I learned in, in you know, talking to people is like, you you observe something, you don't, you don't, assume that you know what that is and ask a stupid question right you let them tell you what that is and then now you know so in this case the team was sitting with our team sergeant <laughs> team sergeant and team captain was sitting over there and he's like oh el tiburon nice to meet you jerry's sitting over there with you know with his little stuff like this you know and uh no, but, the, the guy yeah. goes the, the team sergeant goes like oh el, el tiburon uh so uh what you like sharks And the team sergeant said, no, no. He goes like, look, look, the shark ate his hand. Ha, ha, ha. And Jerry looks at them and goes like, fuck that shark. Fuck that shark. That shark <laughs> fucked me up, took my hand. And he got up and started walking away. And the team sergeant, thought, the team sergeant goes like, I was joking. I didn't realize an actual shark ate his hand. <laughs> he just <walked> <laughs> Yeah, they say about assumptions. Makes like, out of you that, that's a bad yeah. way to start building report. <laughs> I, I, I had a I, I had a sergeant major when I was at Fort Hood. Uh, when he was a first sergeant, his nickname was Robotop, but he got had a demo accent, so he was, you know, lost an arm right below the elbow. So he had like the the claw thing. That's why I joked around. Like, Please tell me you have a claw. Um, and I did some time because my wife was pregnant at the time in the S one as a mail clerk. But I used to in process all the new soldiers. I'd say, hey, don't. Whatever you do, don't fucking stare at the sergeant major, you know. And that's like, what's going on? I said, I can't talk about. It. We don't talk about this shit here. <laughs> and uh, so I, go, I can get the sergeant major. I'm like, hey, sergeant major, they're ready for. And he goes, did you did you give them the brief? I go, I sure did. He'd come in waving that thing all over the fucking place. And his spot on the table at the battalion comes from was chipped away because he's smacking it. You know, it's just funny watching <laughs> these guys, these new privates, just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, never make God. the assumption of anything. 
Hey, Jerry, uh, we're get, getting here to the end. Uh, but before we finish, first, uh, what city mm -hmm. do you live in, man? I'm going to make sure I link you up with the local Special Forces Association chapter. Okay. Yeah, it's Brownsville. Suppose oh, so, that's so, so you're in, in Brownland. Brownsville. Yep, Brownland. Got yes, it. I am. Yes, I you am. make the brown yes, people. figure. So, yeah, let, let, let me see what I can find over there, man, because it will be something good for you. I mean, some associations do meeting twice a month, some of them. Just because uh -huh. they see have, if they get one of those SF ran see if they get one of those SF Ranger breakfasts uh, like once a month. Yeah, or because sometimes you know some of them got okay. their own bars, so they open every weekend, and uh, you know it's mm -hmm. pretty cool. But some of them do once a month, but it doesn't matter. Just associating with them will will make you feel better. Trust me. Uh, so I will I will hook you up with that. I will send you that information. And uh, the other thing is, what advice do you have for other people that are out there that you know physically are not the same? They're just mm -hmm. getting out and they're trying to figure it out. What what would you tell them? Oh, that's simple. I mean, whether you're military or not, I mean, you just you just have to try. Just just keep moving forward. Uh try new things and even if it's the way I tell everybody is like uh I can do things. It it may take me a little bit longer because it takes me, you know, it takes me a little while to analyze the situation and, you know, and then attack the objective and stuff like that, you know, whether it be, you know, cutting the grass or, or freaking adding shingles to the, to the roof and stuff like, I like that. that. He's still but, trying to attack the objective. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but I mean, it's just like, just, and if, even if you don't succeed, if you can't laugh at yourself, I mean, you need to get some therapy. Yeah. And just, or some, someone what, to talk to. Yeah, you need to tell them. Let's talk about some course of action development here. <laughs> How are we going to do this? No, that, that's yeah, what I'm serious. No, that's what Jerry did. It is serious. I mean, it's completely serious. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm just. Yeah. I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying you weren't. I'm just saying that. I mean, it, when you think when you break it down to our terms, it's course of action development. How am I going to do this? Oh no, let me tell you, Jerry did it. Jerry did exactly that when we're doing that contract. We got that Airbnb, and I see Jerry sitting over there. I'm like, Jerry, what are you doing? Now it had nothing to do with the contract, what he was developing the course of action for. But he's sitting over there, and like, Jerry, what are you doing? He's like, So we got a grill, but we also have this. And I, he was already right. developing yeah, the, the course of action, yeah. figuring out what's, what was going to, because this, this mofo loves cooking. So he was trying to figure out what <laughs> yeah. he was going to cook for breakfast, what he was going to put in the grill for lunch. I mean, all of that. And he's sitting over there for like 20 minutes just looking at what he got available. <laughs> like, look at this. <laughs> don't, don't tell me you don't do that, JP. I mean, come on. No, I just wait for Jerry to do it and then I'll eat. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And that's fine with me. Hey, Jerry. No, hey, uh, we don't want to keep you too long. And, and our listeners are just like us. They got TBI. So listening to a long podcast is not their thing. So uh, <laughs> we want, hey, Jerry, we want to appreciate you coming on the podcast. And I know, you know, you share a few things you haven't shared before. And we really appreciate that because mm -hmm. some people need to hear that. Right. That way yeah. they know they're not alone. Yes. I'm not the only one out there with issues. Right. Uh, but you know what? The That's most right. important part, you still here. You still here. Mm -hmm. You you know you got a beautiful family and you cannot leave them behind. Mm -hmm. They need you. And that's why you're still around. That's right. That's right. 22 is too many, man. Yep. Nope. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for yeah, yeah. coming on the show, Jerry. Uh, Mike, you got anything? Yeah, man. I just want to say, you know, thank you, Jerry, for coming on, man. Because honestly, 
I use this podcast as kind of my pseudo therapy when we have guests on because guests like you specifically, because it, it allows, it allows me to open up as well mm-hmm. and know that I'm not alone. And then I got people that got that support me. So, I mean, and I got your back, Jerry, no matter what, I totally get it. And, um, thank you for sharing, man. That's, it's, that's really great. I mean, I can't say enough, man. It's, it's going to make this podcast great. Thank you. Thank you both. Man. Thank you, Jerry. We love you. Uh, and to our listeners out there, just remember, Hey, you're not alone. Jerry, you share, uh, one of his darkest secret running naked behind people at a gas station. Well, was it naked? I'm not sure <laughs> if it was naked or not, but you know, uh, and I know some of us have tried to do stupid shit before. So if you're one of those stop, you know, if you're one of those doing that, stop what you're doing, sit down, figure out what's good in your life and focus on the good and not in the bad. And whatever you do, Absolutely. do exactly. not, do not cash out until next time.